0: Uh, my name's Jason, and I'm uh, jumping in here on, uh, I'm usurping Aaron's local music show to uh, speak with the original Gizmos. Gizmos. I'm, uh, I'm in this uh, cramped studio here with uh, Ken Highland, Eddie Flowers, Ted Nemec, and WFHB's Zone Davey, Roscoe, Davey, or Davey Roscoe, well, Medlock. It's, it's Davey for Davy. Davy. all right, yeah. it's Davey, okay. Uh, <laughs> let's hear a song, and then we can chat. How's that right, sound? Sure. Okay, well, wait, I should, before I forget, let me read this here. Uh, Bloomington Worldwide Friendship needs volunteers to help international students learn about Bloomington and American culture through shared activities three or four times a semester. Activities may include sharing a meal, hiking, or attending community events. Cindy has more information at 333-4729. And support for local music on WFHB comes from Smithville, a local provider of Internet, phone, and TV service. Over a stabilized fiber optic network serving Monroe, Green, Owen, Lawrence, Brown, and Morgan counties. More information on Smithville's full line of services available at 812 876 2211 or Smithville.net. And support for WFHB and our local live CD series comes from Bellweather Manufacturing, offering CD, vinyl, and DVD duplication along with cover art design and printing. For Bloomington's diverse music community, more information online at bellweathermfg.com or by phone at 333 All right, let's uh, let's hear some gizmos and then we'll talk to some gizmos. Some live backing First. here in the studio. Let's turn your mics on here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> this is Jason here with you live with the uh, the original gizmos in the studio yeah. here. Uh, we got Ken, Eddie, Ted, and Davey, and uh, of the original wait, wait. original gizmos. So hey. And yeah. Ken. Ken. Ken
1: Allen, right
0: here. Ken. Ted. Ted. Ted Nemec, right here. This is Eddie. And you.
1: Davey, <laughs> Roscoe, Medlock.
0: So we just heard uh, one of your songs, Ken. Right on. Uh, it. Turn it
1: close.
0: Let me turn this up a bit. Here we go. All right. In the cramped studio here, flying by the seat of our pants. Uh, Actually, this in is kind how we
2: recorded the first yeah, EP. Yeah, okay. Well,
0: that's what I was going to say. Does this feel familiar? You deja vu here. Anything you want to say about that song before we... Uh, move on to whatever's next?
1: <laughs> uh, well, actually, sure. It, the idea for the song came out, uh, I was stationed in Quantico, Virginia, in the fall of 76, and we did uh, that first EP March of 76. So I was over at Georgetown University's radio station. This guy, Steve Lorber, was the fu- per- first punk DJ in D.C., okay? This is back when Henry Rollins was Garfield, Henry Garfield, <laughs> Okay. There's a little (laughs) punk-ass kid. Oh, can I say that word? Okay. Yes. Anyway, I did. Sure. Um, So uh, I met a friend of Steve Lorber's. His name was Michael Miller. He goes by uh, uh, Washington Cube on Facebook. And um, he says, he's giving me a ride back to the Burks. And um, he goes, yeah, I got this great idea for a song. It's like, he goes, this downward trend has to be reversed. America first. I go, all right, man. (laughs) That's a song. So um, I was on guard duty in Quantico, Virginia, and I was, like, walking around this tank for four hours and singing to myself, and it turns out the guys that go over to Iraq and all that, they, like, cut rap albums now, because, like, guard duty's very boring if there's, like, no <laughs> combat. Right. So I wrote some of my best songs being bored out of my mind walking around in circles. So
0: Yeah, Night uh, w- night watchman rock. Now, uh, basically, uh, yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. Hey, I
1: was guarding your country against commies, though, man. So <laughs> don't forget that.
0: Well, I wanted to... Um, ask you first of all just like what brought you to Bloomington in the first place because it wasn't school right? Right. I Which was, I, I, was I too find cool interesting. Pull, yeah.
2: Ted hey,
1: what's your story?
0: <laughs> yeah what is your story?
2: Well actually I did come here for school. Okay. So, yeah so he's a, a student man. <laughs> That's right so I belonged here uh, from the beginning but as soon as I got here immediately I was already interested in music oh. both playing and listening and enjoying in different ways and uh, immediately, as soon as I read the first Culture magazine, I knew I had to get involved with these guys. We corrupted them.
1: <laughs> that happens. Basically, that's the way I put it. That's you know.
3: Bloomington.
0: And that Eddie, you. Eddie, you didn't, you didn't come here for school, right? You were, you were here because Eddie he was Flowers. here, right?
3: uh No, I didn't come here for school. I dropped out of high school, so yeah. I don't think they would have taken me. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. No, I came here in 1974. In fact, Kenny and I, the first time we were in Bloomington was either late June or sometime early July, like 40 years ago. Early July it was. Uh, yeah, okay. Hey, and we
1: were disc jockeys on WIUS. That's
3: right, yeah. me too. Yeah, uh, well, we, <laughs> oh, fill, we filled in for Bob Richard because, I don't know, he wanted to go do something besides do a radio show. Bob was the guy who run Gulcher yeah, Magazine, made. and and Gulture Gulture Records. Records. Although in 70, 74, neither one of those existed yet. Yeah. So uh, we you? we met through fanzines. Yeah, okay. we met through fanzines. It's it's, right. re, it's really all through fanzines. I mean, it, I don't think a lot of people understand how important uh, the fanzines were to creating what became punk rock. Yeah, I mean true. it's it's people don't recognize that, and it's a, it's a shame that people don't quite get that because. Uh, in pre-internet days, that was the only way you could find anybody, you know. And and, yeah. and I think a lot of younger people don't even understand how weird it was to like tell, even try to tell somebody you like the Stooges or something like that. They didn't know what you're talking about, and if you played it for them, they thought you're fucking nuts. Oh, nuts! Whoa, that's all right. FCC. That's a delay.
0: So you were, yeah, okay. So that's you found each other through fancy Fanzine. and Fanzine culture, and uh, yes. and then, but and. You were already here and so you came up to hang out um, with them? No
3: we, no, we we yeah. first visited the same time. Yeah. Although Kenny moved out the next year. Yeah. I did move yeah. out
1: the next year, yeah. yeah. Should, I, well, should I do Minecraft a lot? Yeah, yeah, All right. so yeah. So um yeah, I'll start at the very beginning, 71. Because Davey had an article, Davey Roscoe right. had an article from Circus Magazine, Led Zeppelin on the cover. The new album <laughs> right. was called Four. Remember that? 1971. Um, it was November 71. 15-year-old Ken Highland is very bored in like the Rochester, New York area. Uh, I want to hear from people that are into the Kinks, Velvet Underground. MC5. Uh, I didn't put MC5 in there.
3: Stooges? He's no. talking about a particular letter in a particular magazine.
1: Yeah, No, about Mothers of Invention and Captain Beefheart. Exactly. So, uh, obviously, <laughs> stuff that the kids in my high school weren't listening to. So I heard from some like-minded Kinks fans. Um, one of these guys, he's passed away, but that was Solomon Gruberger. We did O Rex, we did the Africa Corps. Um,
0: I brought his record actually here no the Gruberger Brothers. The, Br- Gr- the Gruberger Gruber yeah, Brothers. Yeah, yeah, okay. I thought I might, if we had time, I was going to play it and see what he oh, yeah, did. But Jumping ahead here, but yes, oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah.
1: And, and yeah. My, my bus broke down near Reading, Pennsylvania on the way out here today, so then Eddie and I both go, Solomon wanted to go on the tour. That's why the bus broke down in uh, Effortston or whatever it was, the town. So anyway, moving ahead. Yeah, 71. So I Storgis magazine, Pen Pals, Uh I get turned on to who put the Bomb magazine with Greg Shaw. He's dead now too. Um then uh there's a magazine called Boogie out of uh Gulfport, Mississippi. yeah. yeah. John Bielis. And actually uh Eddie and I started out um on opposite sides of music. Cause <laughs> this is funny, cause like, you know, we're kinda like these days it would have been called flaming. You know, it's like, you know, hey man, you're full of a certain bodily fluid. Oh. Uh merda, merda. In Italy, it's
3: merda. Okay. Trapola. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, hey, man, the later
3: Raiders stuff is better. Oh, no, no, that stuff is rubbish. We, we were know? arguing over the merits of the different lineups of Paul Revere and the Raiders. Right, right, so that's yes.
0: important. So it, it, it was very important, sure. yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. And, and, and Kenny was actually right. <laughs> ah, see, that's the part where that, v- that is
1: Appomattox, man. Like, <laughs> There we go, that was Appomattox.
3: Flower surrenders to well, higher. The North <laughs> one again. North
1: one again. There you go. A we'll shrapper <laughs> a rebel. The South's gonna do it again. Ken, when did you meet Ted? I'll get. I'm still in 72 now. So uh, that's the uh, Bob Seger. Well, when you get to the.
0: Well, when you get to the gizmos, stop me because or oh, I'll play the song. Okay. There. So I was gonna play the the the, the story yeah, and song. We got, well, then so but then coming up
1: then, that, uh, coming uh, up then <laughs> in 73 because of the fanzine, because of Greg Shaw uh-huh. writing about my fanzine in Crawdaddy. All of a sudden, I get a letter from a guy named Bob Richard, who had been at the college in my town, Brockport University, where uh, my sister works. And uh, it's like, wow, this guy was here like when I was in fifth to eighth grade. So then we started corresponding, and I started writing for his fanzine, then Eddie started writing for it. So then uh, we all decided, um, yeah, I I, I think the next of it, we were gonna do our own version of Cream, I think, or else, Well, 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 no,
3: because because Bob's fanzine was uh, beyond our control. Mm -hmm. And he followed that immediately with um, the WIUS tip sheet. He was the editor of the WIUS giveaway thing. Which which became, when he took it over, became a fanzine. Most of the writers were from outside of Bloomington.
2: Ted, do you remember the tip sheet? Yes, yeah. absolutely. What else do you remember about the Gizmos? Well, I also remember, as I mentioned, uh, how it evolved with culture, and uh, first of all, as uh, essentially a fanzine, later to become, as we're going to talk about shortly, a record label. And again, in a lot of the cases, the music that we would like to listen to is the kind of music that most people would say, what is this? Yeah, yeah that's and, true. Take that off. They yeah. get very upset about it, very violent about it, really. And really, when we got to... Uh, Around the time when we were getting together in Bloomington, and we'll get in more details, it ended up being close to late 75, around that time, and when we were getting together there was a lot of bands around, a lot of people that had some musical abilities, but there was really nothing special about it. They weren't really doing the things that were really considered by us to be entertaining. They weren't putting it all together, so we Figured we just could have to do it ourselves. And, and yeah, Kenny had yeah. done some some work and we had some other ideas that we put together and that's how it happened. I, yeah. I don't know, maybe you want to play the song Inter, first and then uh, we go from there. Entertainment's uh,
0: important. Yeah, enough. let's
4: hear
2: a song. <laughs> it's critical because any any day in Bloomington you could see, let's say, six different bands yeah. and that might you, be could, good, musically, you could roll but, the yeah. dice and whichever number it lands on they're all going to sound the same as how it was for the most part. They were all covering From the Beginning by Emerson Lake and Palmer. <laughs> so until... The time that we came around, it was rare to find a band that really did something that meant something. Yeah.
0: Well, how about we hear uh, "Ballad of the Gizmos"? All right, uh, oh, here the, we go. The, yeah, sort of the story and song. Uh, all right, here's uh, the "Ballad of the Gizmos" here on the local music show at WFHB.
5: Down at IU That's where they met David too Now Teddy's always confused He's always being abused But David's happy probably oh, never sings no blues We're the gizmos That's the name of our band And we're not known All over the land We like to scream and shout And let our feelings out And we hope you don't misunderstand Song. we hope it didn't last too long, we're just having some fun, I don't wanna hurt no one, and we ain't never meant to do any wrong.
4: Kid.
0: Uh, Patty Smith Group here on the local music show. Oddly enough, I'll fade this down. I'm Jason here with the uh, the original Gizmos, and uh, before Patty Smith, we heard uh, the Gizmos with uh, the Ballad of the Gizmos, telling the story of the. Uh, it's pretty much the literal story of the Gizmos, right? It is what uh, the title implies. And uh, I played that Patty Smith song because of uh, this sort of fabled show uh, the at the Poplars that um. If you're here long enough and you're involved in the music community, you eventually hear about the show that was very important and seemed to be the sort of founding of the Bloomington sort of punk scene. It was seemed to be this gathering of all the
4: uh, uh,
0: various underground strains of Bloomington coming together. At least that's my perspective, what I've heard. I was just wondering right. if you could talk a little bit about that show at the Poplars building, the Patty, uh, Patty Smith show
1: there. Well, I know that um, at... Culture headquarters when we used to get all the promo records oh don straka was the columbia records promo man don't ask me where he's at now but <laughs> oh is he oh i'll be uh well anyway so we got this album you know so horses okay and actually i panned it i didn't like it myself uh so i thought she was stealing you know from the velvet underground the doors and like oh i can do better than that so I was just,
3: actually, I was just jealous. I was jealous. She beat me, so I was jealous.
0: Well, there's also a
3: truth to that, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, and he preferred Aerosmith at that point. And Eddie's
1: right. Oh, yeah, man. That's right. Eddie used to always say, uh, you know, uh, Ken, you like all that boogie stuff, you know? So. <laughs> yeah. Like the 10-hour guitar solos during practice today. I don't think he called it stuff. <laughs> it's a word we can't say on the radio. Now we've got to be the Mr. Clean. So,
0: so why that show? Was that the first sort of like, Show of its kind here, or was it just an accident? Or why, why did why?
1: that? Was definitely the first show of its kind. Yeah. Um, at the Poplars, at the Poplars. The date was Sunday, the 14th of March, 1976. MX80 was the opening band, and Eddie's got a www.slippytime.com. Slippy Town, Slippy Town.
3: Yeah, it, it's, oh, yeah. that had that. Yeah, there's actually part of the interview that uh, Ken. Uh, Bob Richard from Gulcher, and I interviewed her before the show. And uh, yeah, on my website, there's a little bit of that interview, and with a bunch of photos. She was kind Th- of a there female were, doll. They were never published, too. I don't know who did the photos, tell you the truth. Oh. They got passed down to me from Gulcher, so yeah.
0: And so all these people sort of met at that show, or?
3: Well, yeah. we met Davey yeah. at that yeah. show, yeah. Yeah. coming out, yeah. yeah.
1: We just found out, I found out that John Terrell from the Dance of Cigarettes was uh, at that show. Yeah. He's an MX-80 fan. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, Pat Todd from the Lazy Cowgirls uh, yeah. was at that yeah. show. I found out many later years later, because I was, became friends yeah, with him when they moved to LA. That's sort of
0: yeah. what I mean. It seems like everyone was <clears throat> at that show that was later involved in all the sort of better, cooler bands in Bloomington over the next five or six years or whatever. What um, they call
3: that, destiny yeah, or fate? Yeah.
0: Well, Terrell, you mentioned Terrell. He's playing with you tomorrow night. Yes. I he's
1: Actually, when I, when I look back on it all, the metal Mike Saunders in me says we should have stayed listening to R.O. Speedwagon, though. <laughs> oh,
2: oh.
3: Well, he would probably okay. yeah. agree. Yeah. Saunders would? Okay, yeah. all right. So, he, so, he certainly hated Patti Smith. There's no doubt oh. about that. So,
2: so anyway, so. a lot of things were already in place at that time, but a lot of people were there at that show. A lot of things additionally helped to gel, and one of those things involved Dave. Davey, do you want yep. to talk about that?
1: Well, uh, where's that
3: microphone? Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I was writing, uh, doing WIUS, met Bob Bear at the IUS, and then we worked together at HT after Ken worked there. Yeah. And I'm, then uh, he invited me to uh, do a, a session, meet these guys. he think I'd have a really good rapport. And when we met at the Patti Smith show, it was just like,
1: yeah, let's do this. That's after I got off the graveyard shift at the HT. <laughs> and then I followed you afterwards. But anyway, that's where I met Bear, and then we did the Everybody gizmos. got their Sunday papers, and then I got to go see Patti Smith. Yeah, yeah, me too.
0: So you all sort of knew each other, but then the band hadn't really done anything yet, right? The At recording
1: session, uh, it was the first day of spring, the 20th of March, mm. 1976. That's the day that Alice Cooper got married. The day before, <laughs> Paul Kossoff from Freya died. So,
0: it was mm. like- Connection? Paul, all right, all right.
1: Conspiracy, right. man. <laughs> So, but this is not coast to coast AM, you know. Right, right. Uh, anyhow, um, yeah, Bob had been talking about doing that session. You uh, he heard some tapes I did down in Brooklyn in '74 with the Gruberger Brothers. So he liked. That's cool. So uh, that was one of the songs that was pulled for the first EP. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a lot of songs I had from like high school and O Rex with the Gruberger Brothers.
0: Uh-huh. And well,
1: um, new stuff that I'd written too. Right, right. I'm always
3: and, writing. and and one of the songs Kenny and I were realized today, uh, Chicken Queen, was uh, we wrote when we first met in 1974 in Chicago because uh, we hitchhiked from Bloomington to up Chicago, to, up to Chicago, uh, the first time we visited the city. So, so the roots of the gizmos actually goes back even farther a little bit. Uh, we we we, for, ah. we formed a band in 1974, the Rockabilly Yobbs, yeah. <laughs> which never really yeah. was a band, but uh, but it is.
1: But we were sitting around listening to T-Rex, and then we heard down on the do- dog, he's a rockabilly yob. That's right. And he goes, that's a good title for a song. Go. <laughs> hey, man, this is just like Mick and Keith sitting around going, uh, hey, I'm like a Rolling Stone, you know, <laughs> listen to Rolling Stone blues, so. Yeah, let's name the band after Mark, a Mark Boland song, OK. So that's how it became, you
0: know. Well, um, how about we hear something from the first uh, Gizmos record here you mentioned. That's cool. Um, Yeah. Listen to that, and then maybe we can talk a little bit about that first session or something. Wrote
1: that in October of 73 while I was um, pushing a broom at my high school. (laughs) Wrote wrote it in 20 minutes, just like pushing too hard.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, uh, here it is.
3: Pushing the broom too hard. Yeah, there you
0: go. Here's the Gizmos with uh, That's Cool from the uh, first Gizmos EP on Gulture, 1976, March
1: March 20th,
0: 1976. Uh, All right, here it is. We just heard uh Gizmos with that's cool. I respect you more from the first um first Gizmos EP on Gulture Records, March nineteen seventy six. Uh crazy early for punk rock standards really. I think that's one of the reasons this band resonates with people once they finally find out about it is um
1: You're the real deal. Just how it.
0: early it was and the fact it's from Bloomington, which people who've never been here, you know, it's middle of nowhere to most people and <laughs> maybe it is, oh. but whatever. <laughs> uh, just it has a you know, the fact that it was that early. Hey, hey. I thought maybe you could talk a little bit about when that record came out, what, what were your expectations and what happened locally and anywhere else, like what?
1: Top of the pops. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was the expectation.
2: I, so. could, I would start out by saying, we did music for the right motives. Music is truly our life. And yeah. there are other groups, who are playing it for other reasons. And that's why their music was really, in our opinion, not that good. Ken, you want to talk about the reception that we got locally, and then we can also talk about it internationally.
1: Well, I actually, I had already went off and joined the Marines by then, so I was, like, completely oblivious to it. I just thought, okay, that was like a lark. It was fun. Then oh. I'm in the middle of boot camp, and I'm in Cree magazine. So then then I saw the Ramones when I stayed <laughs> out in California, so then I said, man, did I really <laughs> mess up. I censored myself there. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, because then, uh, when I got out of the Midwest, first I was stationed in Washington, D.C., and I met the Slicky Boys. So they were all like rabid about it, like, Oh, I read about you and Cream, and this and that. And then, um, I got up to Boston, and then everybody's like, Yeah, I read about you and Cream, you know, and uh, they're playing the record, you know, up there at uh, the MIT station, WM, it was I, uh, TBS back then, but you know, college radio was picking it up. Like, I yeah, talked yeah. To about that guy, Steve Lorber, D.C., Big Gizmo supporter, Georgetown. We're talking D.C. Airplay. Then um,
0: That's where the Slicky Boys are from, right? That's or that gonna... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah.
1: met them at the first Ramones concert yeah. in Georgetown, which was October 16th of Friday, 1976. So, oh,
3: boy, oh, boy. Gizmos!
1: Just in case you ever wanted that date. And what's he got here?
0: There's the Slicky Boys record. You have a credit on that. That's, uh, that's why I bought that record, actually.
1: Um, um, I believe I probably...
0: You have a songwriting credit on there. Right? YJLV yeah. Janet, oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Exactly. I wrote that, yeah, with, yeah. I wrote so that anyway, Maybe little we Richard. can hear that in a little bit.
3: Best girl on the planet. Wasn't she? <laughs> I wrote that song with Little Richard. Um, they, they did a Gizmos cover, too, of Mean Screen. Mean Screen, yep, that's oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: cool. Well, um, so it was no reception really here, or... It, Hostility or silence?
3: Rich Stem from MX80 oh. reviewed the EP oh, in, a, in, in the Herald Telephone and gave it a very positive review. In comparison to John Mellencamp, who he gave a pretty negative or mediocre, worse the negative, mediocre review. Because as Jerry Lee Lewis says, you got to either be hot or cold well, or the Lord will spew you from you, his mouth. If you mouth. are
1: lukewarm, the Lord, <laughs> the lukewarm. Will, the Lord the lukewarm. will spew you yeah. from his mouth. And that is from the
3: book of Revelations. <laughs> so he was quoting <laughs> a It's being yeah. revealed. So
0: were you um, were you aware of uh, the other sort of like, I don't even know if it would be called punk rock at this point, but uh, oh, yeah. other scenes going on around the country that like maybe had some similarities with you guys aesthetically, like be it the Ramones or like, what was going on in, on in Detroit? I mean, that was a little bit before you, but then like or, or uh, the
3: dictators, or They're the dictator. dictators, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to
0: ask you about the dictators and um and what was going on in like Cleveland and stuff like that.
1: I was uh, in boot camp and people were writing to me about these things happening. Yeah, yeah. So. Um,
0: so you found out it through through fanzine culture again, again stuff. Uh, so
1: that... f- oh, fanzine pen pals yeah, were yeah, writing yeah. to me while I was in boot camp, just telling me about just punk that... rock records that were coming out, like yeah, yeah. Blondie and. uh was but he was actually
2: a year later. He was 77.
3: Para But
2: yeah. these aren't these aren't things where we were able to actually hear the music that other people were making because those records really weren't out yet. Or hard to find.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, They're I was gonna um, I was gonna play some uh
2: well yeah and, and rocket from the tombs in, here in
0: early
3: 76. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm, none of this stuff Was out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. were even talking so about there was it. a you know, rumor or I something? Mean, uh, or... I guess I'm trying to think when the first Ubu single came out. I think that might have yeah. been out, but I'm not sure if uh, I think, heard it
1: yet. Uh, let's see. I don't see anything that I want. I don't. You were playing that in your car. You had a copy of that. Oh, I already. Okay. Um, okay.
3: What was it called
1: now? That first pair of Ubu records? The uh, Heart, Heart of Darkness. Heart of Darkness. Yeah. So, I
3: already had that. Okay. I'm so, pretty sure you did. Yeah. So, that was about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, the television single was out. The Patti Smith, you know, um, well, the album was already out even. But yeah. yeah, but, you know, she, I mean, Piss Factory, Hey Joe, in 74 was kind of, you know, what yeah. triggers all of this, really. It was, it was a single. Everybody realized you can make a record fairly cheaply. Yeah, and yeah let's people, not forget and people, people, will, people will pay attention to you.
1: And then <laughs> he turned me on to the Boston Rock because uh, we had the Berserkly Sampler right and jonathan, so that's john richmond jonathan
3: richmond oh, yeah. right so we're driving
1: around his Carlson and john richmond and also willie alexander's kerouac was
3: out that's right that's right so
0: oh, yeah. well I, I have um i was i had the rocket from the tombs queued up here with one of craig bell's tunes from All that right. that uh i was going to play and uh i should have played this and then asked you about the scene. i, thing, I but, wish uh, we
3: had known about uh, uh, that that yeah, was but, i i Disney i had ours. heard the name of the band because yeah, uh, i yeah. corresponded with a girl in in ohio who's but that we never heard them Dana? What was her name? We met. (laughs) Dana Gizmo? Dana. Oh,
1: Janita Bedecker?
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. Right. Janita, Uh, that's right. Janita. All right. And her friend was Dana yeah yeah I remember we went to their high school they went to their high school
1: <laughs> now and she was a rock on subscriber through Carrie Baker with, right and, um, and
3: they had they had seen Rocket I mean they knew who they right. were and everything now you know what The Rocket was already gone Ubu it was Ubu they were talking Ubu. about but they knew had known about Rocket about and, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah
0: well yeah. let's hear this and then we can talk some more about okay, it okay sure or regroup Here's, uh, this is Rocket from the Tombs with uh, one of Craig Bell's songs who's playing in uh, one of the openers tomorrow, correct? At your uh, reunion show. Is he? Uh, yeah, he's in uh, Deason, isn't he? Is, I'm, yeah. uh, unless I'm, so uh, this is the next Rocket from the Tombs? Yeah, yeah. He's, I did, he's, he's not a, he's, did not know he's that. He's in his band. So. Tomorrow night? Really? Yep, here it is.
6: you know they gave her the best. Spent the summer vacation with the OSS Has a secret headquarters on the banks of the roar. Well, over her bed lies the bust of Netflix. Now you're trying to hide.
0: all right that right there was a little bit of rocket from the tombs which is a uh let's see let's fade that out there craig bell tune muckraker as sort of a contemporaneous band of you guys uh a scene going on sort of simultaneously uh we got time for maybe uh one more tune i wanted to ask you guys about the show tomorrow the reunion show uh it's the gizmos apache dropout deason and cowboys uh craig bell from that last tune is in deason uh, you want to talk about who's in the band with you guys? Uh, the rhythm section?
1: Okay, rhythm section. We have Max de Mata from Sonic Days, Barri Italia. Oh, yeah. Bon mushka. Music. <laughs> he plays good music. So I did I speak Portuguese there? I probably did. Close. <laughs> Close. Close enough, yeah.
2: Julio <laughs> musica? Yeah, the music Yeah,
1: That was good. Yeah. Basso. He plays Basso.
0: Yeah, so you guys have... have Gotten some practices in now, and yeah. that you've been on opposite coasts for so long, and, yep. and uh, this is uh, so your first it was, show. It's like riding uh, a bicycle,
2: you know. Everything together, years, it was great. Yeah. Right, a couple know. other guys playing with us are JT on drums. He's from Dancing Cigarettes, course, Walking Ruins, and then also with him uh, from Walking Ruins, we have Ian Brewer, who also was in the Panics. Yay!
0: All right, and uh,
2: and then we have original frontman appearing tomorrow. There's me. That's Ted Nemech. There's yeah, Kenny Jay. Highland. Yep, Kenny. Eddie Flowers, hey, Eddie. Rich Coffee. Yep, who's not here tonight? We're very. He's, he's going to be he's here physically though, right? here. Yeah. yeah, he's showing up tomorrow. He's showing up tomorrow. Okay. Anyway, so and then we're very are, excited to have Davey you, Medlock.
0: Oh yeah, God. yeah. The auxiliary gizmo. Are you playing a regular, dude? I have to ask. Oh
2: yeah. That's okay. We're going to have to assess my, the audience if yeah. we have enough regular and irregular <laughs> friends <laughs> out there. Be, if that way we can make An our obnoxious
0: point. person yelling that song repeatedly—that's probably that's probably me. Uh, so do we take requests? I want to know so. Backstreet's still open. We can
2: accept any requests from the first three EPs because right. those are our songs.
0: All right. Well, I, that that will be my request. Um, well, anything else to add before we go out here with a? Uh, we're gonna play Gizmo's World Gizmo's Tour. which seems uh seems appropriate uh for this uh return show.
2: If you have any chance to get to that show, do it. You'll be sorry if you <laughs> yeah. will not make it totally serious it's true about it. true i love you you
1: don't don't it, all y'all that you are out will there never forgive yourself
3: at, at least for bloomington Great. this is probably a, a at least once in a cha- lifetime opportunity i mean we, yeah. we got some other shows that we can't talk about yet coming up but Bloomington, right. Indianapolis, and Dayton are, we're, are the shows coming up. Uh, that's a that's a world tour.
0: That's, that's the legit. world. Tour. That's
3: yeah. our current world tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right. our. So Midwestern this is
1: where we started, so it's like we of course there's no other place but to start at the yes. beginning. So. Yes.
0: Well, I I never thought it would it would happen, and I'm very very glad that I'm uh, I'm, here. I'm here while it's All right. happening. <laughs>
3: hey. Bring your CDs, your EPs, and we'll autograph them. We will <laughs> autograph
0: yeah. Only five dollars each. All right. Well, let's hear uh, <laughs> it's let's hear a Gizmos. Let's hear Gizmos World Tour. Uh, thanks, you guys, for coming oh, in. No, uh, right, man. Ken Highland, Eddie Flowers, That's Ted Munich, and Davey Medlock, the Gizmos.